Welcome to another episode of Searching for MacGuffin with your host, George. And Gabe. And Link, you really, it was just, you just, it's just missing, right? Yeah. It's just like... <laughs> He's been missing for a while. That international tour is just really... Picking off, I mean. People think we're kidding, but that's actually what's happening. He's, he's not, he has not left the show. I don't really know how we release these episodes, so he might be intermittently in and on the show. Well, and... he is. He was on last week. Oh, okay. Last week? Last week? or? Oh, yeah, he yeah, was on last week. I wasn't on last week. Oh, you weren't on last week. Okay, yeah. okay. Who can keep track? Uh, yeah, who knows? I mean, Dan's back. I think this has actually been a while since Dan's been on the show. Hey, Dan. Hey, how you doing? I was on the show. Yeah, it's... Yeah, Valentine's Day. Was I on Valentine's Day? Everyone was on Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. You played that game. Actually, they call me Mr. No Days Off because I never take a day off of work. I never take a day off this show. It'd be hard to do that. No. Considering no. the studio is in your house. Yeah, but all the hosts have keys to the <laughs> studio. So. Now. Now? Yeah, so now I can take a day off. But I won't. Instead, I'll just stop the show for the summer. No, no new episodes. I have control issues. We didn't, trying to find a way to transition. I was going to say, we didn't plan a segue into this week's topic. Sometimes we just give up and we're just like, this week we're talking about... Is it going to be one of those weeks? or This week we're talking about fungus. That's <laughs> right. Because we're just a bunch yeah. of fun guys. Right? For our viewers. Oh, yeah. Pointed I've... to himself. You you can do that. That's Ooh. fine. I explain yeah, it. I'm the voice. Say, I point. <laughs> yeah. That's... Gabe points at himself. Now, that's what that's my job. That's what I'm the narrator. You are the protagonist, and I am the narrator. Have you ever had like randomly like on your like on your TVs fungus? The, no. The <laughs> well, yes, we all have these past couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, I got a word that just won't go away. Did you say that out loud? Yeah. Well, because I don't think it's a word. I think it's a blister. Actually, it's okay, a blister that just hardens. Wart is an ugly word. Yeah. I okay. Anyways, you're saying mm-hmm. on your TV? Um, no. Like when like the like it narrates every single thing. Have you ever had that happen to me before? Yeah, it happened to my Xbox where it's like on narrator mode. It's terrible. Yeah. Because it's like I'll push the volume up once and it's like volume up forty six, uh, <laughs> volume up forty seven, changing what? channel to blah 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 blah. It's not terrible. It's great because it's for yeah, blind think people. About how handy. <laughs> I don't know if blind people yeah. should be experiencing TV. Also, do you think that a blind person, and no offense, you know, maybe they do, but do you think a blind person needs to know it's level up 46, volume up 47, or can they just like gouge how loud like, they want the TV to be? <laughs> yeah. Like, can't they just figure out the level that they want? They don't need to know what the number maybe on the those screen. those that are hard of hearing? I don't know. No, because that's like, I'm OCD, right? So I always have to put the volume up to uh, not an even number. Cause my, no, because my wife gets upset because I say even number, but it's really a number divisible by five. Like okay, yes. 35, so 40, even number. 45. Right, you right. go up by fives? I go up by fives, right. It has to be a number of five. Yeah, because, but sometimes like 40 is too low, but 45 is too high. So then I'll default to even numbers. As long as you're not on 43 or something like that. Yeah, no, that's no. Psycho- it has to be psychopathic behavior. If it's not divisible by five, then I'll settle for an even number. Do you remember those cars that had like those like little, the volume counter wasn't numbers. It was like little bars. So yeah. like it was one on top you, of the other. I feel like we should. So it'd be like, it was like this. And then the next one would be like this. This, and then the this, top half was over. this gesture of you putting your two fingers tip to tip is 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 um, <laughs> just the triggering tips. me. Yeah. Um, but you know what I'm talking about? No. Repeat it again. Okay. Do you remember? I'll use an example. Jonathan's car, the Mercury. Okay. 
Uh, Jonathan, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Um, never listened to it, though. We never actually say Jonathan, right? His name no, we, Dan yeah. Danton, yeah. It was like two little bars. Uh-huh. That was like, that's how, it to- that's how it tells you the volume. And when you volume up, it's like more bars increase on the screen. But you could have half. You could have one bar here, but no bar up here. So that'd be like your odd number. Nah, man, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? Nah, okay. I don't remember I that. i show you that. That's the, Mar- the Mitsubishi Mariner. Rest in peace. Mercury. Mercury Mariner? Oh, you're right. It's not a Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi was my car. Mitsubishi. Gallant. Gallant. Rest in peace, Mitsubishi Gallant. Yeah, man, those cars gave us a lot of uh, good times, great memories. Yeah, now they're in a junkyard, just yeah. like a lot of the cars in the topic we're talking about today. I'll take it. The Last of Us. HBO's The Last of Us. We've kind of talked a little bit about this. Um, oh, yeah, Dan's here, so we should probably, yeah. What were you saying, Dan? Yeah, on the monthly, and I think we sprinkled it in here and there, like how much we were anticipating and then enjoying, but now it's all done. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Who isn't talking about this show? Who isn't talking about Pedro Pascal? Who isn't talking about Pedro Pascal? More so than The Last of Us. It's like we got we got Pedro Pascal for like, what was it, like nine weeks? Mm-hmm. And now we have more Pedro Pascal for the next like nine more weeks. How many times did it overlap with Amanda and Lorian? Just once, not twice? Yeah, because the second episode just came Perfect. out last A week. Seamless transition. No, the third episode came out last week. Yeah. We just watched the third episode. Oh, but the but the show had already been done because there wasn't any more episodes. So yeah, no. So then it came out twice. Wait, wait, so yeah. This was wait. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because yeah, yeah. The third episode was that makes sense. Time travels hard, but yeah. Um, seamless transition. You were saying, Dan. I. I mean, I don't mind the overlap. To be honest, especially since Pedro Pascal is not really on the Mandalorian apparently, but. That's a topic for another day. In a few weeks, I assume. Probably. Yeah. But The Last of Us. Oh, boy. Where to start? And to start us off, Dan, where to start? Let's start. None of us <laughs> play the games for a warning, did we? Huh? Oh, yeah. Throw that to me? Oh, yeah. Full disclosure. We were talking about this ahead of time. Gabe's going to hit every possible object in the studio. Don't tempt me. Um, okay. Let's talk about the history of this game. We talked about anticipating it. Um, what is the story of The Last of Us? And you PlayStation people probably have a little better insight. I wasn't a PlayStation person when this game came out mm-hmm. or even and at the height of the game. Um, it comes out like every other year, though. I'm pretty sure the same game. I own the game. I just never <laughs> played it. I don't uh, even have a PlayStation. I also own the game. Dan, you own this game? I also own the game. Okay. <laughs> I just feel like this game is, and it, it's weird. It's because it's like, I feel like I've heard so much about this game that I feel like I have played this game. And yeah. Because obviously the game is, the game's great and everyone raves about it. I've had so many, like one of my closest friends, he absolutely loves the game and loves both of them, I think. He loves both of them. And then obviously like, there's, I guess, controversy with the second one, but that's not the takeaway that, I mean, the game speaks for itself. I think, mm-hmm. I think you know, all the accolades it's gotten, all the game of the year, edition, I think it's just, I'm sure it is a great game. I just really, and I know most of the stuff that happens. I just haven't played it. I'm going to play it. I'm definitely going to play it. More than it's a great game. Yeah. It's one of those story-driven games, right? Exactly. exactly. Mostly story. You're, you're playing through a story, which is why I think 
good choice. Mm, yeah. For, I, no, for sure. I think I think I was reading about how this was supposed to be a film. It was supposed to be adapted as a film. Yeah. And then it was in development hell for years. And I think I think they weren't making any like uh headway with Uncharted either. That I, I wish they wouldn't have made any headway with Uncharted. Yeah, well, they got what they got, but I'm I'm happy because we got a show out of this. Yeah, I think, and that, I think they got the rights back in like 2019 or something like that. That's when they started. I think that's when it got picked up. And I think it works as a show much more than I can't imagine it as a film. Oh no, yeah, um, the guy that does it, uh, Craig, I think his name is Craig Mazin. I think the guy that does Chernobyl. Uh huh. Um, I think he was tapped. He was, you know, they reached out to him to to work on the show and. He was kind of bummed to find out that it was gonna be it was gonna be adapted for a film because he believed that it it definitely worked better as a TV show, and I mean the way that things worked out, it ended up being a TV show. He got to work on it, so everything works out. Yeah, everything happens for a reason, is what the Fablemans taught me. You like that movie? I did like that movie, Gabe. Happy for you. <laughs> that was Oscar season. All Oscar season was like I'm like I watched. Triangle of Sadness and Gabe. It's like, what'd you think? I said, I liked it. He said, I'm happy for you. Yeah. Yeah. I am, I am happy for you. Um, but back to The Last of Us. I actually have played some of it. The introduction. Mm-hmm. The I had a friend at work and I don't know what it was. My wife had meetings because we usually at school? Yeah. Um, at my old school. And like my wife had a meeting. I don't know, because we were working on different campuses. So she was busy and I wasn't. And he was like, oh, why don't you just come over? And I was like, okay, that's cool, I guess. So I came over and he's like, do you play PlayStation? This sounds like a story from like when I was a kid, right? <laughs> do you play PlayStation? I was hey, like, come over to my house and play video games. Yeah. And I was like, no, I, have, I play Xbox. And he's like, you got to play this game. So he put on The Last of Us. And he's like, here, take it. And then I was like, what are these shapes? Triangle, circle, X. Once I got past that, uh, I played that intro right where, with his daughter, mm-hmm. right before the time jump, and I was like, "Wow, this game is cool." It's a it's a shame that it's on PlayStation and that I just never played it. <laughs> but they had a PlayStation sale, and it's like this game is five dollars, and I was like, "I'll buy it. I'll buy it one day. One day I'll get a PlayStation or borrow a PlayStation and play it." And I think I think I already have it on schedule for this summer, so I'm taking your PlayStation actually. Okay, so sure. I'll be done with Hogwarts by then. Okay. But will Hogwarts be done with you? As long as they don't add Quidditch. Oh, if they add Quidditch. Two months and That's it. That's what you're doing. I will year. never play another soccer game again. <laughs> Quidditch 23. They should do a Last of Us soccer game. What do you think? Like with zombie heads or something. Zombie heads. I think the zombies should be playing with people. Full disclosure, they're not zombies, which is something I had a misconception for years about this. Right? Like, it's... It's really interesting, the zombie franchise, not franchise, the zombie genre is a little played out, I would say. Do you guys feel the same way? Yes. Why do you think that is? Not everyone, but it's... There was a boom period where everybody did it, right? It was like World War Z and Pride and Prejudice and Zombies and... Someone said they didn't like that movie. I didn't really like that movie. I liked it. I thought it was fine, but the book was better but the book's not really that good either pride and prejudice and zombies wait you never or you talk about world war z world war z 
Oh, <laughs> I was talking about Pride and Prejudice. I was and like, zombies. I didn't know there was a book. Oh, there's a book. The okay. book is better. Oh, also. really? Yeah. <laughs> I I really enjoyed the book, Gabe. I'm happy for you. All right, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I like the movie. No, I like that movie. I like the movie a lot. Maybe a lot, but very much so. Are we back on World War Z? No, we're still talking about Pride and Prejudice. And so- no, I'm just kidding. Yes, we're back on World War Z. We're just talking about Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, just the original Jane Austen <laughs> novel. You read that in high school, right, Dan? You totally did that book report we gave you? No, nah, I'm just kidding. We didn't do Pride and Prejudice. Your class wasn't. It's a good thing you didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. We've already covered the fact that he just played Animal Crossing that entire back half I of mean, that year. It's okay. I. Yeah, I, I'll give you that one. Zombies. No, I think after what was it? I think it was like what 2012 mm-hmm. when that like that guy on bath salts. Oh yeah, like came out. I think it was. You want to give a little a little context for anyone who may not Man, have been around? I was in what grade was I in? I think it was in. I was a sophomore in high school, and I just hear a bunch of people talking like stuff on the news, and people are talking. And they're like, "Zombies are real. The apocalypse is happening." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> And apparently there was um, a homeless man being basically viciously attacked by another man on like the freeway. And like this guy was like eating, like basically he was eating his face. Yeah. He was chewing on his face and the police came, intervened and they're trying to like, you know, put this guy down. They're trying to do it, like tase him. Like, I don't think, I don't know if they try to tase him straight off the bat, but. I know that whatever they tried didn't have much effect on them. I think they tried to take them straight off the bat. It was Miami police. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just. <laughs> so they, they basically put like two in his chest, and the guy's still running at. <laughs> the guy's still running at the. I think that's what they tried to do initially, two in his chest, just right off the bat. Yeah, straight off the bat, just like <laughs> no, no <laughs> type of <laughs> type of like conflict resolution. Just hey, <laughs> hey, boom, boom. Ow, pop, pop. Um, two in his chest, like keeps going at him, and then you know they. Put him in, a, put it in the head, and that's what puts him down. But I think once like the media got hold of this news and everything, like was like I think there was like pictures released of the guys of the guy of the victim's face, uh-huh. and it was traumatic. I remember I saw a picture. I'm like, oh my god, is that a human? It looked like a prosthetic. Wait, like, no, what? Didn't this guy eat another person's face? Is this not the same event? Yeah. What are you talking about? Oh, did you mention that? Oh, oh, because he ate, he eats him first and then they put him down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, what was he like on top of the guy? And yeah, then, okay. I think that's what it was. And then they released the pictures of the guy that got his face eaten. I got confused because you said the victim, and I was like, I thought the guy that got two in his chest was the victim, but I guess. <laughs> oh no, he's, he's the perpetrator. He's the suspect. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to keep track mm, who the yeah. victims are. <laughs> Justice is gray. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Speaking of. <laughs> Speaking of worn out zombie films, anyways. Uh, I think zombie fatigue for me came. Oh yeah, that's my tipping point. I was. Everyone was talking about it. since I wasn't watching. Zombie. Oh, well, what's worse is that I was watching. I w- I was all in and The Walking Dead specifically. I had all the Telltale games. I beat them all. I think chapter one and chapter two up until. That famous death and the protagonist changes. Oh, that show was awesome. And then the, okay, so then I was into the graphic novels. Mm -hmm. And me and my wife used to literally show up to Barnes and Nobles the day that a new paperback dropped. 
to read it in one sitting every six months. Oh, wow. That, that's how into it we were. Um, all throughout its run, like through college and then into adulthood. Like we were still doing it. Um, and the show, I love the pilot. I still think the pilot is one of the best zombie movies that there is. It was excellent. It was amazing. And then it was all downhill from there. Not all at once, because you said the show was amazing. I don't know if you want to unpack that a little bit. The show was awesome. Yeah, you thought the show was awesome? The show was awesome at the beginning, yeah. I thought the first episode was awesome. Then the I really enjoyed like up to like basically the prison sequences. And then that's when I was kind of like, eh. once like once Carl has to cut the baby out of his mom, uh-huh. then I'm like, all right. And then that was that for me was like the end. Then I think I made it to like maybe two more seasons. I got to like season six yeah. or seven. Then I was when they started like once they get to that, like, Colin, I think, I know, that's not even true. I got back on board because mm-hmm. Negan comes. Yeah. Because Negan comes. So yeah. I caught up and I watched it. And I'm like, oh, you've seen Negan stuff? Yeah. I, I, that's it. I stopped when Negan joined the show. And spoilers, if anyone at this point cares, he kills Glenn. Yeah. Right? That's the part where I was like, because they, they, they do like the whole, I think it was season finale or season premiere. I forgot what it was. Yeah. And Negan, like, everyone knows it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But everyone's like, are they actually going to do it? Because I think they tease, like, I think the episode ends with them, like, Negan hits somebody. Yeah. And you don't know who it is. Right. Also, and, they've pretended to kill Glenn many times yeah. and, like, fake this out. And you have to wait, like, the whole week to find out who they actually, like, you know, yeah. beat the crap out of. And it wasn't Glenn. It was another fake out. Really? Yeah, it was uh, Abraham. I don't remember this. Okay. It was Abraham that they beat Oh, they killed first. Abraham. He would have died already in the comics, I think, I at think this so, point. Yeah. yeah. I think that's where they, they kept him for yeah. that. Because when you see it, it's like it happens and it's like, oh, like, who is it? Who is it? You don't know. And then that's it. The episode's over. I think that's how the season ends, I think. And then the new season begins. and no you actually, way. Yeah, that's how the season ends. And you have to wait a whole other season for it to come back to find out who it was. I think I never came back. That's what I think happened. That's, yeah. I didn't know there was a fake out. And so everyone thinks, oh, Glenn survived, blah, blah, blah. Abraham dies or whatever. Mm-hmm. He still kills. <laughs> that's terrific. Um, but I will say that. That for me was, I mean, it's just a quick, like, side note, it was, that to me was truly, like, haunting and terrifying. Yeah. Like, I was watching with a bunch of my friends, and there was, like, genuine fear in the room. And that's, like, one of the, like, I don't want to say best experiences with Walking Dead. <laughs> that's one of the best experiences of my life. It wasn't best experience The day they Dead, killed Glenn. But the fact that it's, like, you know, a TV show can, like, instill that fear in me, like, kind of, like, make it palpable, I think. That part was, especially with a lot of tension rising, writing into it. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it's speaks to that. But then the rest of the show is just crap. So, I think that was for me in the comics the jumping the shark moment because it was the show the show with Glenn. Yeah, the book was that was like I think it was issue hundred if I'm remembering correctly. And it was like this big deal that they were building up to, and then that was it. And it was so sad and depressing. And then like I don't think the comic is ever the same again yeah because yeah. Yeah, negan comes and they do all-out war and it's basically it feels a lot like what they did with the governor like they're trying to create a society yeah they just had and another they, one yeah they, they and it was like governor. oh this this book is now spinning its wheels and i felt that coming on the show and that's it i just dropped off and i've heard a bunch of horrible choices that no, they because make what that. like negan ends up like like teaming up with them like he ends yeah. up being like a, a good guy and yeah. like they anti-hero him. and i'm just like mm, you can't do that yeah, it was yeah, it was terrible. But I gave up on that show, but that is an example of you know, a zombie show that you know maybe just didn't meet our expectations. And I want to say that 
it had a lasting effect on the way that I see these things because I used to be into zombie films a lot. They were rare when I was growing up. I mean, because what? You have like 28 Days Later, 28 Weeks Later. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, like, stuff was awesome. And the movies the movies are fantastic, you yeah. know? But I was not super sold on Last of Us going into it. I've heard the great game was good. I've played a little bit of it, so it has a reputation. HBO's great. But sometimes HBO can be a little. Well, it's because you 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 go back into that that uh video game adaptation territory. Yes, like the majority of that stuff isn't good. Yeah, and that's a big factor, right? And with Walking Dead, it was a comic book adaptation, so it has its own kind of dynamic. But video game has an even worse. Yeah, but history. it's like it's like you still have story certain story beats, certain story components that's different from video game dynamics. But I think where this excels is that this I think the story was made. I think this was built around the story. The game is cinematic. Yeah. And I think that it's easier to move on to um, television or film. I don't necessarily know if film would have done it justice, but I think especially like where we are with streaming and like television, like them getting the budgets they have for this stuff. I think, you know. Because it was basically film quality. Yeah, it was. I mean, I think it sucks that like, you know, it took that long, but I'm glad that the the resources that they needed are at where they're at now mm-hmm. like a, a a big studio like hbo to take on that and to give it like actual care like to give it like to make it quality i'm i'm happy about that even though i know those people were probably suffering trying to get this thing made yeah um especially it's really cool how the create the writer the creator of it is also so heavily attached to the to the, to the production of the show you know? Yeah, the uh, the writer EVP of the show is the creator of the game, um, Neil Druckmann, correct? Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know what? It can be a catch twenty two involving the original creator when it comes time to adapt something from source material. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Do you think it's usually a positive or a negative when you involve the I original mean, I, creator? I kind of compare at least right now. We're fresh off of Halo, right? Mm-hmm. Halo had no input at all from anyone. Yeah. So it's right now I see including the creator. I would I'm sure I would. there are cases where it couldn't make any I think that's the way to go. I would want to, to be honest. It's like and I mean I guess every situation is different, but you get stuff like Game of Thrones and you have someone like George R. R. Martin like, you know, working heavily with it and like once like that kind of source material is over and like they're not necessarily asking for opinions as much from the main creator, it's like then the show. Is there a reason why? Is there a reason why that happened? Why did they stop asking? There was no books. There was nothing more. Also, he's just like not gonna tell you what's in the books. Is that? I think so. I don't because the guy hadn't written it. The guy still hasn't finished. (laughs) Elden (laughs) Ring. Well, was it worth it? Uh, It was fair game last year, so yeah. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> that's as far as it goes just last year your favorite game of last year does it make your top 10 top 20 oh yeah for sure okay um but at the same time it's like you know, playing another game that's probably my favorite for this year is not the last of us no what Hogwarts. oh okay Hogwarts legacy well that's a game that the creators right heavily involved with i don't know about the development of the game but i know she's very hands-on with the franchise as a whole yeah i think I think you, it's still possible to make something good, but I think it's harder to capture the essence of what the original project was. Yeah. I think having the, the creator on board, I think, does help. Um, 
but sometimes creatively it might hinder the yeah the process well like a well. george lucas in star wars i think sometimes him being directly involved was a hindrance to certain projects i think sometimes maybe they should have followed his notes a little closer than they got a little creative with it i think marvel's the same way kevin feige didn't have a history with the comic books you know mm -hmm. but he had a vision for it i think on the other side People like G.F. Johns, heavily involved with uh, DC Comics. He's a comic book writer. A lot of the story's based on his stuff, but... Doesn't necessarily change. Yeah, not really equipped for... I think, I, think it, I think it comes down to, you know, the combination of the team. You know, the people that are actually, you know, making the, the adaptation versus the people that create it. I think that needs to work for. Because G.F. Johns had to work with who? Oh, yeah, people like Akiva Goldman or... Um... Who's that guy that did uh that does oh Berlanti Greg Berlanti mm -hmm. yeah the Green Lantern so it's a it's a mashup you know but I think Neil Druckmann um his you know addition and you know watching those like after episode like um oh I love those commentary I wish every show had them yeah, yeah so, every show should have them. yeah like I think we're talking about it. I think it was funny because you had mentioned something and I was thinking the exact same thing because I think we were watching Mando around the same time mm -hmm. and Mando finishes and I'm like. Where's the after, yeah, the after uh, episode comment? <laughs> and it wasn't like I was expecting the Last of Us people to do it. I was like, why isn't John Favreau yeah. and uh, and uh, oh, what's his name? Um, Filoni. Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni. I was gonna say Nathan Filoni, and I was like, no, Nathan that's Cillian? that's that's yeah, that's him. Uh, why aren't they just talking to me? Like I envision them too, because they do those like Mando docs, but they mm -hmm. do them like way later, and those are great too. But I feel like. Getting it right after instead of waiting like a couple months till the show yeah. is over. Because I don't even it think I've seen people. all the Mando ones. Go ahead, Dan. It gets more people. If you... yeah. like, I stayed for it. I talked to a friend who watches Last of Us and they didn't even know that they existed. And I was like, Really? Yeah. I was like, What? You just turn it off? I would like, just do that all the time. Yeah, they don't the just sit there on the credits. And... I, just, I, I feel like that's a show you have to sit through the credits. And House, of, and House of the Dragon. And. Yeah. Uh, well, this friend uh, hadn't seen Game of Thrones except for the last episode. Oh, her. Yeah. <laughs> and she, she was like, this show is great. And we were like, no. Curious. Interesting. Um, what about this cast? The cast of The Last of Us. The cast of us. You got Pedro. I'm sold. What is it that, we, what is it that you love about Pedro Pascal so much? I don't know. I think it was ever since. Well, I saw him on another show. I saw him. I think the first time I saw him was on um, this show called Graceland. Really? Yeah. It was like a it was like a USA Network show or something like that. What's sure, it about? It, wasn't great. it was like a. It's like one of those like law enforcement. Um, I think it was like FBI. Um, I think it's like a this FBI not agency but like team or whatever that mm -hmm. goes undercover. I think I've heard of the show. I I didn't tune in because I thought it would be about Elvis, Graceland. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but it's like a grown up like FBI. It's like a grown up Twenty One Jump Street type right. of thing okay. where it's just like a bunch of different undercover. It's a bunch of kids pretending to be adults. No. No. <laughs> it's a bunch of adults basically playing as kids. Um, <laughs> they, it's basically they all live like there's just a bunch of undercover um operatives and they all live under the same house and kind of sounds like a reality TV show, doesn't it? And yeah. <laughs> I would watch that reality TV show. I, I enjoyed it. The it ended very abruptly, but Pedro Pascal is in it. That was before Narcos. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I, 
like that's the first time I ever like saw him. So like that's what I had my reference point. I didn't think anything of it, um, because his character has like a not a minor role, but it's like yeah. he ends up biting the bullet relatively like soon. Oh, spoilers for Graceland on the USA Network. I don't even know where you'd be able to watch that. Probably on the USA Network app. Yeah, doubtful. They'll probably do like a Paramount. You have to go through sixteen different streaming services. That's to true. Find it. Season one is only on Plex. <laughs> um, and then obviously Narcos, and after Narcos, like I was just like. This guy's pretty cool. And I think I saw him some other projects, but I think what it was is Game of Thrones. The sequelizer. Game of... He's the bad guy. He is in that movie, huh? Yeah, yeah. I think he carries the movie because it was the only way I made it till the end. Forget that he's in that movie. Yeah. But, you know, Game of... his character in Game of Thrones, I think, was sick. I think one of my favorite parts of that season. A show stealer. For sure. Um, And then I really started to pay more attention. Then I heard that he's going to be Mando. I ended up seeing him when I went to... Star Wars Celebration, so that was cool. There's also the fact that he's like, you know, he's Hispanic and he's like, you know, big name like that. And also oh, you his... give into that representation and stuff. Love it. <laughs> Him and Oscar Isaac, their bromance. It's just stuff like that. And he just he just seems like a, a very just like genuine, cool person. I mean, I have no idea what this person is actually like. Right. But, you know, I like his work. I like, you know, his body of work and um, what he's put out so far. And he's man, though. He's, this guy's a badass. Okay, uh, for our listeners who are interested in knowing more about Graceland, I believe all three seasons are available on Hulu. Three? Uh, yeah. yeah, I just... Wait. <laughs> I was also looking at that. On what? Hulu? Hulu, yeah. So I have to watch season three. Check it out. Oh, it's you... hard to find. As you... Wait, I watched season three. You got to know a whole other season of Graceland without Pedro Pascal, apparently. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think the first time I saw him was Narcos and... I mean, his work as Mando has been impeccable, but wow. I think he shines more than ever in Last of Us because yeah, I think he really gets he to carry have a mask on his head. It, yeah, that's helmet. a good point. Is it a mask, a helmet? A, the helmet has a mask, no? Does a visor count as I a mask? I don't know how those things work, to be honest, because it's like, I feel like there's so much space here, but maybe not. But you can like decompress the air so that you can breathe in space or like you can breathe like your own oxygen. You can use the Mando suit in space? I don't think you can, man. Maybe not space, but it's like he he can make it so that the like his helmet um pressurizes so it doesn't or depressurizes. So yeah, that's that true. That is true. I don't understand how that works, to be honest. I don't think it does work. I don't think it makes sense. Maybe it's like I don't know how that would work. It has to be like a sleeve that he puts his head into. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if I talked about it on the show or if it was before we hit record last week, but I think I complained about finding this article on the internet that explained how all the science in Star Wars doesn't make any sense. And then I just immediately closed the stupid. internet. Yeah. I was just like, I'm done. Okay. I'm done with the internet. I canceled my subscription. Was it? Wait, well, never mind. We're going to get off topic. <laughs> no, I, we care about getting off topic. But... I was going to say about the, was it the last Jedi bombs. I don't know what that is. You remember? No. In the last Jedi at the beginning of the, of the movie when they're doing like a bombing run. Oh, yeah. And they're dropping the bombs mm. and people were like, that doesn't make any sense. They're in space. Have you seen these movies? <laughs> And I was like, "What? Why? You're gonna tell me that they can't? You can't come up with an, like a, a reason for that? Which they did, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, like because it became such a big thing. People were like, "Go read the book. Go read those like um, those things where they explain like the everything, like the costumes and the props and the ships and stuff like that." The th- stuff at the end of the movie. The books. Like no. <laughs> they're like they're not <laughs> no? children. The director books, doesn't come talk to you after the movie. Ryan Johnson over? did do that. Oh, he really? Has a commentary. With, with Interesting. Blush, 
Does it come on after the credits, like an HBO series? You no, know, I think you have to select. Nah, I don't like that. I, I want it to just autoplay after the song. Already. Yeah. So, The Last of Us. This yeah, cast. Besides Pedro Pascal, we got Bella Ramsey as Ellie. All right, we got Gabriel Luna as that other guy, his brother. What's his name? Carl. That's not it. That's. Uh, what is his name? Ooh. Never ask a question you don't know. Five dollars to who can get that name without looking it up. Well, I looked it up. And it's... Damn it. it is Tommy. I was never gonna guess it, so I'm glad you looked it up. Yeah. I like uh, Gabriel Luna. I do like him. He was, the first time I saw him, I think was Ghost Rider, right? Ghost Rider and then Terminator. And then Terminator. Salvation, that's the name of the movie? <laughs> Which one's Salvation? That's Salvation's the one with the with heart? Christian Bale. Oh, he's not Christian Bale? They're not the same person? No. Oh, okay. I, I knew that. Uh, no, it's got Genesis. Genesis? No, that's not that what one either. the one you hate? Yeah, I hate almost all of them, actually. Um, yeah, that's a stupid name. I didn't like the name of it. It had Because it had Y's instead of I's. It was like Gen Y S Y S. Yeah, no, Genesis is dumb, but it's not the one I'm talking about. Dark Fate. Dark Fate. I didn't like that name. You didn't like that name? No. I mean, I think at this point you're just running out of titles for a Terminator movie, so you should probably just stop making Terminator James movies. James Cameron made that one? No, James Cameron pretends that every Terminator sequel is the best Terminator movie ever, makes me buy a ticket to it, and then regret it. He hasn't actually made any of them. I think James Cameron is turning into my new Zack Snyder. <laughs> More successful. <laughs> Zack Snyder's more successful older brother. Yeah. Um, Dark Fate had good elements in it. At the end of the day, I thought I liked it when it came out. And then after that, I was like, I just didn't need it. But he's good in it. I'm a fan. I, w- I hope his Ghost Rider comes back. There's been rumors, but there's been rumors forever. Seriously? Yeah. Because they were... Him? Yeah. Why? You don't like that? I loved him. Oh, but okay. don't get my hopes up. Well, they had already greenlit a show for Ghost Rider that was going to tie into that Hellstorm show that they did on Hulu. Nobody did. That's why they pulled the plug when they remember when TV and movies were separate in Marvel and then yeah. they fired, I think Ike Perlmutter, I think they fired him. Um, and then they're just like, okay, Feige's in charge of everything. That's when they were like, okay, we're going to cancel all those projects. So the last thing that they made was that MODOK animated series mm. that looks like robot chicken. <laughs> but, um, but well, yeah, think, he he I was cast. For buzz, I think with all the buzz of him, like you know, in Last of Us, that yeah. can give him a good push. Yeah, and even if it's like they can do a Ghost Rider movie that he's in, even if they pick like a new Johnny Storm, you know, like have multiple Ghost. He's Riders. Robbie, right? Robbie yeah, Reyes. Robbie Reyes. I think it's such a good opportunity, man. I think it's such a great opportunity. Yeah, especially since Marvel is struggling with actors. Yeah, well, this is my dream. This is my dream. This is my dream. I know it's pie in the sky, but we live in a multiverse. And this isn't even a multiverse idea. Whatever. Get him back as Robbie. Get Nicolas Cage back as Johnny Blaze. Right? And then just cast a new hot Danny Ketch. And let that be your ghostwriter. Like, Gabriel Luna and Nicolas Cage can just be side characters in the ghostwriter world. And you still get to recast. Yeah, make Danny Ketch this generation's ghostwriter. And just do everything everything you want to do with him. And just have a spot open for the other two ghostwriters. And make it Pedro Pascal. <laughs> That's a hot young... So let's, talk, let's talk about that, by the way. Pedro Pascal starts this show in his 30s. How do we feel about that? He's like, what, 50? Yeah. <laughs> in current time? Yeah, so according to the show, he looks terrible for a 30-year-old, but looks great for a 50-year-old. 
because the time jump is like right away. That's literally what they did, dude. Honestly, that twenty years threw me for a loop, man. I'm like, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a big time jump. (laughs) Yeah, that is. Did you guys expect that? Did you know there was that much time? Did not know. I knew there was a time jump. Yeah. Actually. Okay. Go and sometimes ahead. like it gets to me like I just I forget that that it was been 20 years but then they'll say stuff that I'm like oh wait like Ellie like Ellie doesn't know what a normal world is like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. I forget that like when they go to her school and stuff. Yeah. I'm like oh, yeah, like but- when she freaks out about certain things that they talk about I'm like yeah. Also Joel's 50. Great. He does look great. But he's actually 50, right? So Is he? Maybe. Yeah. I think Pedro Pascal's in his 50s. Um, but speaking of Ellie, Bella Ramsey, w- w- had you seen her before? Game of Thrones. Danny, had you had any experience with Bella? Uh-uh. The first time I was. And it was a lot of negativity around it. Really? Yeah, I hadn't heard this. Stupid, man. Why? What was the negativity here? Just want to look like a person. That's not important. I don't think. But they were saying something. It came in a lot of negative. They were saying something. I mean, I she don't killed it. things. She does. She great. did. She and she was really good as the little girl in, I think she, yeah. in in Game of Thrones. She was really good. She was a lot younger. It wasn't like a huge part, but I had forgotten that. Nah, she, but she had some like the parts that she does have, like Especially later. They're mm-hmm. great. Like when she basically stands up for John. Yeah. And like, you know, kills him King of the North. That was one of the most, like, you know, riveting scenes, I think, in that show. And how cool is it to be, like, so young and have, like, a pivotal scene like that on such an iconic series already? For sure. Stepping into Ellie is a difficult challenge, but, like, giving a performance more iconic than your last one is also difficult at that age. And I think she hit a home run, man. I mean, because we've seen how child actors can. Yeah. Yeah, but I also think like that role that she has in Game of Thrones, like as a child amongst like adults and grownups in such like a harsh reality, I think mm-hmm. like she definitely holds her own. So it's like hearing that she was going to be put into this and she's going to have more of a chance to shine and be on her own. I think it's just like, I felt like she'd be like, you know, equipped and, and ready. I think she's a great actress. So at least from the little that I saw. Right. Was definitely something that I'm like, I think she was. The potential was there. Great. Yeah. 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 And she did. Dan, you talked about um, the fans many times wanting the the actors to look like the characters, or maybe even the characters, the actors that play the characters in the game to play them in this medium. Oh yes, right. Ashley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we got. But she got a cool cameo. She I did. That was which awesome. I thought was the best way to include it. Like the way that that episode starts, like I was, just, I mean, no spoilers, but like the way that it starts, I'm like, I know you, but I don't really know you. Uh huh. And then I'm like, <laughs> even when, like when she just starts talking, I'm like, uh, okay, because you can tell. Yeah. You can tell, like, and I haven't even played the game, so I'm just like, oh, that's Ellie. Yeah. How much of the game have you seen, having not played it yourself? Not much. I've seen maybe some random clips. Some clips friends and play it, and I know like the big stuff that happens in the second game, but. What about you, Dan? What was your experiences? Oh, uh, well, I only knew about her being part of the like kind of Mm. Yeah. She always showed up. That's how I knew she was. 
But seeing I just, her uh, open the shirt. Yeah, I saw her and I'm like, oh, it's that girl from Avengers. And then I'm like, wait a minute. What's her part in Avengers? She in Avengers? She's um Gamora. Stunt double. I'm just kidding. She's the she's that waitress that gets saved by Cap. No way. Looks him longingly. Oh wait, and, and then she gets does the interview of the news. She saved us. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't know. There's things with TikTok. Total. No. No, I'm just kidding. Really, you really remember that? Yeah. You were like, "That's the girl from Avengers." That's yeah. crazy. I didn't even notice. I didn't know she did the game. That's the thing. Until I saw her, and I'm like, mm. "Oh." You're that girl from there, but then I heard her voice. And I'm like, oh wait, that's that's probably Ellie. And then you know, make I mean, I don't can I say it? You, what there was is it because like of spoilers? Role, like her role? Yeah, I think right now at this point, if you haven't seen the show, why have you listened to the first half hour <laughs> of this episode? Hmm. But yeah, I think full spoilers are on this. We haven't here. got into it. Yeah, we haven't actually. Yeah, I think the fact that like she's she's Ellie's mom is actually really yeah really cool. Brilliant, I would say brilliant. Yeah. And I don't throw that word around because it's lot. like because it's like I'm not Ron Weasley. It's cool, obviously, outside of I get that because I was watching all of them. It's cool because I was like um, from the outside. Obviously, it's really cool. Like the 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 video game character, the, the voice actress gets to play, and even what stop like not stop motion, uh, um, motion capture, mocap. Yeah, like her basically like her her re- resemblance. Um, I think is really cool, like how they are able to include her, but also mm. the fact that she's her mom and just the way that she acts there. It's like, I can totally see this person being her mom. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think on so many levels, it was just it works so well. And that that kind of idea that where we come from is ingrained in us, even if we're not directly connected to it. Mm-hmm. When you see those like Anakin Luke parallels, but he was never really there for you to be influenced, and it's like the same thing here, like. You can see what she gets from her mom, even though she was, you know, barely born. Yeah. And, you know, um, yeah, I think it was great. And the way that the original Ellie birds, the Ellie that we get, I think it was, I think it was fantastic. Because from a creative standpoint, it's the same thing. It's like you know that even though Bella Ramsey makes a character her own, you're always going to be influenced by that first depiction. No, and that's the thing. It's like you know to include someone that's you know, obviously this character. Because it's not like some small role. Like, yeah. this, the video game is, you know, a global phenomenon. It's, mm-hmm. it's a big deal. And I think that they, they handled it really well. Because it's like this character is like a part of you. And like you're able to, you know, have such a good, have such a like a, even though it might be small, might be short, but it's like such an impact in the little time that you have there. I think it's great. Which I don't know the same can be said for Joel. Meaning? Joel's voice actor? Yeah. I feel like he was just like another character there, just. I just to get on the just to be yeah. in the yeah, and then the I original. Where was he? He was with the colony. The he's the guy that, um, the cannibals. He's like mm. the second hand man, not the really? main bad guy. The guy that gets guy. axed and just blood splurt. Yeah. All over. Which like, he died, shop. and I'm like, oh, I thought he would have had more of a right. He he seemed really excited about that death roll though. You didn't see the after episode on that one. No, I. I oh, I, I don't know. I don't know if you know Dan. After the episodes are over and the music, <laughs> they they come on and they talk to you a little bit. Tell you. Yes, the projector's still on. <laughs> and then the original Tommy was on it too. You remember that one? 
Oh, you didn't know this one either, Dan? The original Tommy was part of that, like, militia group that followed that Karen from Two and a Half Men. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy with the long hair. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was pretty cool. Yeah. You probably didn't notice because you didn't know Tommy's name, so. I thought not... that episode was great. That episode was great. And. But like that, that episode reminded me, I was like, oh, it's a zombie show. There are infected people. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is part of the reason, like, why this show works so well. Why? Um, because, yes, you do have this, you know, virus or infection, whatever it is, that's spread and makes people into zombies or infected. But I feel like the real villain is just other people, you know? I mean, it, it's just like surviving. That. I think... Kind of came to last. Yeah, that's an excellent title. I, th- I think that um, title like drew me in the first time I ever heard it. Like again, never played this game, but like this is good. This is important. This seems good. This seems like a good show about being raptured, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, they already did that one. Isn't that the leftovers? The, the leftovers? Yeah. Which I thought was about like food. <laughs> and I was really disappointed during the pilot. I mean from a certain point of view. Oh. Um there's some differences, right, between the game and the show. I think Dan's more familiar with them. I mean, one of the main the way the okay, well, what was that about? In the game, it's more like scares. Mm. Oh, that's not very. That's not very like uh, in, intuitive for a television series, right? For all your characters have to be wearing gas masks. Yeah, you just got Pedro Pascal to take off the helmet for Mando. Like, oof, you're gonna put him in another one? I think that so, was one of the things. There was a big criticism. Action. Well, there's a big criticism. About- all fan bases. Can- yeah, I think that's kind of been a theme on here. It's like there's plenty of good fans, plenty of bad fans. The bad ones are really loud, and then it exists in all communities. I think. Were there any other differences that they like outlined? The the year that. The... Oh, is so, it? In the game it starts in twenty. I mean that makes sense. You said twenty thirty. No, thirteen. No. I think. What was the second year you said? Uh, for the show, it starts in two thousand three. Oh, oh, because it's twenty twenty three. So then the ju- right? so the time jump so the time jump is bigger than on the show. It skips to twenty thirty four. Okay. What? The show ends up at twenty twenty three. Game ends. Also, the uh, game's like in the future, and the yeah. and the show is in our they current time. We like. just we just went back to. Oh, okay. That's really interesting. So the time jump is. The same, but the show is more current. It's not a futuristic. World. I mean, I guess it. I guess that works because it's like oh, it's in the year we're in now. So I think it works better. Yeah. yeah. You get too There's futuristic. It gets a little small changes. Yeah, because he they have that episode that focuses on their passing when only one of them is gone, and I know there was creative choices to kind of fill in some of those characters. A little bit better, but I think it worked. 
And you know what? That's what I think is great about the show. We talked about Pedro Pascal being a hook for the show. Like, we want to watch this. He's on the sidelines for a lot of it, which I did not expect. And they tell us stories like um, Ellie and her friend, which might have been one of the weaker chapters for me. But then in the finale, they go back and they build on that loss and how it connects to the end. And I was like, that recap for the finale, I was like, this is the greatest show because I'm marking out over this recap because it goes chapter by chapter and tells you why we did not waste your time in any of these episodes. None of this was filler. All of this has led to this. And then like Frank and it was Frank and what's the other guy's name? Bill. Bill, Frank and Bill, like their chapter, um, the father and son trying to escape the city. Oh, that one was really good. And just all those little stories. The brother and brothers? Yeah. All, all those little stories that are just building to this larger story. I mean, it was just a tapestry. It was just wonderful. This show, I couldn't recommend it more, I think. It's so good. Um, I really enjoyed, I think it was the second episode. Well, I enjoyed all the episodes. No, you only enjoyed the second episode. Only, only second one was good. The one where they get the the scientist, I think it's what, in Indonesia? Sure. Do you remember that? And that starts. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Like, that intro was so good to me. Like, that made, like, I feel like that really captured um, the essence of, you know, these zombie movies like these catastrophic events yeah. occurring and it's like you know i think they did a good job in like the tension that they had there and like um and building the tension but also just like the ominous feeling of like this person knows what's gonna happen or mm. like you could see the fear in her eyes and it's obviously like, you know what show you're watching so it's like it's a bound to come but i think from the music from just from the directing i think it was it stood out to me as like one of those moments where i'm like I'm I'm and like I I could say to myself I was like I really like this I'm really enjoying this as I'm watching and then it's obviously like you said I think there's so many different points of the story where eventually they tie it together yeah and I think that's why it works so well um and it's not too heavily like I don't think there was a lot of like you know the infected like it wasn't like overused yeah in a sense you know? But there's still those big set pieces where like the house collapses yeah they remind you the that that was one of the moments where I'm like oh crap yeah and that's what reminds you it's like oh yeah there's still you know these infected on this show um and we can still have like spots like this Mm -hmm. but i love that the infected i love that they're not zombies they're their own thing with their own rules because that's the other thing too that zombies like what is a zombie has kind of been watered down over time and they go with this spore and this fungus and that intro on the first episode that gives us the like scientific study on mm-hmm. the pandemic caused by bacteria that's harrowing now it's just because it's like it's, it's like chilling stuff man because it's like you make it so realistic where it's like oh this could potentially actually happen this feels like it could be real yeah i'm gonna be honest the first couple of weeks i skipped buying mushrooms at the supermarket my omelets <laughs> were were fungus free we got expectations and hope for the future which some people have different expectations some positive some negative we talked we hinted a little bit at the last of us 2 
not the most critically acclaimed or well-renowned or accepted, at least by the fan base chapter in this two-part series. I'm also surprised that... Go ahead. Controversial. Controversial. I'm surprised that season one was the entirety of the first game. What did you think about this decision? <laughs> you guys don't. I mean, I, I think it's fine. The pacing was fine. It didn't feel rushed. It felt right, right? It felt right. But it feels like we're out of story to tell, maybe? No? Do you think, okay, full disclosure, this might be a spoiler for the games and or TV show. We don't know because the TV show is not made. But one of the big controversial points, right, is that Joel, Joel is eliminated very early on in the second game, right? Everyone's aware of that? If you weren't, I'm sorry. I just spoiled it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just said, huge spoiler. But I think a lot of people, this, this conversation has been going on because I've had people that don't play the games or don't even know anything that have talked to me about this because they kind of feel it coming in, in the show itself. A lot of people thought he was going to die at the end of this season. I do not see that happening. You don't think he's going to die in season two? Because they have deviated I, from I knew, the show. I, I was like, there's no way you're going to kill him in the first season. Because people were like legit freaking out. Yeah. They yeah. were like... Because I think a lot of them have heard that he dies in the series. A lot of people know, even if they don't play video games. Yeah, you, know, you know what? They're, tra they're traumatized by Game of Thrones. Mm. And that's true, too. Because Game of Thrones did that. Uh, another HBO show has done that, too. Just kill off main characters, you know, especially at the end of the first season. But is it really if he does... Either he dies at the end of this season or beginning of next season... Do you think they take the criticisms? That's been that's been my biggest question. Like knowing how the what the reception was and how like the decision that they made. It's not gonna. I'm not. I don't know. I don't think it'll go that's well. A, that's a. If they do it, if they do it how they did it in the game, I don't think it'll go well. I think I, they I, lose a lot he, of people. Because even I then, think they're gonna lose a lot of people, even if they don't do it how they do it. If they do it at all, I think. Because even no, I mean Joel has to. Die. He has to die, but does he have to die at the beginning of season two? No, I don't even think he dies. I think they, I think they have enough for another season. You think they there's covered? A, there's, there's a time jump. There's quite a time jump. Yeah, there's a huge time jump. Yeah, so I think they have enough for another season. They're not recasting Bella Ramsey. They said no, she's gonna they be. Stay, yeah, they should totally because she's no, gonna age with the show. Yeah, but the, the next she can act like second. Yeah, the next season is The Last of Us 2. But they, and they are following the time jump. But they're keeping her because she's going to grow older. Yeah, and yeah. she's about the age she should be anyways. She's playing younger than she does in real life. Did they say that this is just going to be two seasons? That's yeah, what they have. They it. said the next season is the second game. I've heard they might stretch it to two seasons. The Last of Us 2, two seasons. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, none of us. I can see I that mean, happening too. I could see that happening. Here's the thing. I think that if they do, if two games is two seasons, that's perfect. I just don't believe in a television show that's going to plan to be only two seasons. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think three. I think, I think if he's going to bite the bullet, I think it's the end of two. If they're going to do three. I don't want this to be a, a Walking Dead situation here where we go on for years. I don't think so. I think they know what it is. And I think. They'll find the next project to do with Pedro Pascal. Pretty after. much. Yeah. No, for sure. I don't. I don't think. I don't anticipate this lasting more than three seasons. For sure. Okay. I think if we're talking about expectations and hope, that's my hope. 
they can stick to the original story. Again, I don't know why it's that controversial besides this main issue that I think a lot of people have heard about. Do you know I know what? there's I know there's a ton of other stuff. Do you know what it is? What what happens in The Last of Us 2? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I know some of the controversial things, and some of them are political, and some of them are... No, this one isn't it. No? The big one is not it. Okay. Well, is it? can we talk about it on this show, or is it better? Not <laughs> on the show. I'm not, not going to say Okay. That. All right, then. So I know there's a lot of divisive reasons, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about as a TV show, Joel is this show. I don't know. I love Bella Ramsey, but I don't know if she can carry this show for general audiences. A lot of people are watching this show. And I don't know that they'll accept any reason for him to die soon. You know? Mm. It's not, I don't see it soon. I don't. And if they do it, then man, you've got, you've got a set on you because that's crazy. I think if it is just going to be two seasons, that's the end. And you would, you have to get someone strong. Then the second game. The new protagonist. The new, yeah. The new, yeah. You need someone strong for that if they're going to. I just don't see audiences accepting almost anyone in place of Pedro Pascal. And that's just my, that's just what I think. But we shall see. We shall see. When's the next season? Uh, I think they'll be filming at the end of this year. So probably 20, end of 2024, beginning of 2025. I think they said. Okay. So that's when it'll release in 2025, possibly. Yeah. So either at the end of 2024 or like January 2025, which I would assume that's when it's going to be. All right. Well, we'll just have to wait and see two years from now. But in the meantime, what long-term effects to finish off do you think this series has on popular culture as a whole? The apocalypse film, the zombie genre, video game adaptations? Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to a lot more Mm. The Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, that'd be sick. Film. They said they were going to show it a lot more later after seeing it. So that's going to be a movie? Sick. It's going to be a movie? From what I've heard, yeah. You think it'll be a movie franchise? You've played this game? Uh, I've only watched some of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else? What else has PlayStation? It 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 kind of weirds me out when the PlayStation credits roll at the end yeah. of the series. God of War. That's right. I think no. I think God of War is signed to Amazon Prime. I think they're doing God of War there. I think hopefully studios will stories and respect them, treat them for real, and target them to a general. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Super Mario Brothers movie seems like it's a nostalgia trip for gamers, but I think any kid's going to like that. Even I, I see a generation of children watching this movie and then playing Mario Brothers games. What are we talking about? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Video game adaptation movies? Super Mario? What? Why are you rolling your eyes? Listeners I, can't. I, I, hear re- you. I read. No. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, I knew what it was. I just had to confirm what it was. And Oh, I thought you were talking about a controversial choice in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, that whole movie is <laughs> a controversial choice. <laughs> um, you're talking about as if it's going to be good? We're talking about the other fungus movie. 
Yeah, I think if it is good, I think it's a launching. I think it'll be funny. I think it'll be good. What are you, I, a launching point for what? For new gamers from the movie instead of vice versa. And if like if they start treating video game adaptations like serious art form, like okay, Marvel is obviously an animated movie with cartoons, but this is a serious, gritty, cinematic story. Yeah, just like Sonic. Just like Sonic, exactly. I think if they can create quality adaptations, I think it's going to expand the opportunities for more projects in that same ilk, as well as create a new generation of gamers. But I also think it has to do with the game itself. I think how the game is constructed, how the game is made, I think, I think it's obviously it's still possible. You just have to get creative enough, creative, creative enough with it. But I think obviously, like we said, last of us works so well is because this game is very story driven. Yeah. I think it's hard for, I think you have to find the right medium for a game like Mario brothers or something Mm. like that. With it being animated. Do I think that would... Uh, okay. The only time I'll say this is because the SNL short proved that it maybe would, could be good. Is Have you seen it? Which? What are we talking about? The, oh, uh, Mario, the, the Mario... Pedro Car- Pascal's Mario. Yes, the yes. SNL. That was Actually, excellent. funny coincidence. I thought you were going to tell me um, Elon Musk as Wario. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, my mind went to the same. <laughs> I was like, that can prove that you can make a real-life Mario. No. the That SNL skill was actually pretty... It was it actually was. pretty entertaining. Um... But I think, like you said, I think it has to be the correct outlet. Just like how they were going to make Last of Us for a movie. Mm-hmm. I think it definitely works better as a TV show. See, I, I can't help but like fantasize. Dead show. <laughs> oh, yes. That would have to be a show. Yeah, it's called Yellowstone. Yeah, <laughs> oh, nice. Well, that's I what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't watch Yellowstone. You're not going to watch Yellowstone. But that's the thing, that these genres exist already. So it's honestly, like, honestly, it could it could be. I haven't seen the old ones, like the eighteen eighty whatever, or uh-huh. the one Harrison Ford. So it could be a Red Dead, um, because Yellowstone's basically like a modern western. So and then those go back in time to exactly. tell western westerns. So and that's why I gotta watch those now. Actually, yeah, you all caught up on Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah. You would recommend this, or you th- is there a barrier for entry? On recommend the what Yellowstone? Yeah. Um, is it more geared towards older audience? I know a lot of parents and grandparents like this show. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's more for older audiences. I just enjoy. I like westerns, and I, I guess I didn't really imagine it being a modern western until mm. I'm like half of the stuff I'm watching is like literal cowboys doing cowboy stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> huh. I but then like it, it also like has obviously like family dynamics and things like that, which I think are very interesting. Is there an episode that they just stay up late at night playing poker? Because that's what I did in Red Dead. Yeah, no. how'd you know? Is that real? Yeah. That's not a whole episode, but... No, like that, that actually happens? Okay. No, yeah. there's like different segments in the movie, in the movie, in, in the, the show, in the show where they're like, there's just montages of them like doing cattle work and roping and playing cards with each other, playing music and no having way. concerts. It's read that. Oh, it's literally, that's literally what it is. Like <laughs> they, they have like, you know, it has like, you know, it cuts, it has um, shots of them like riding off into the sunset and like just doing cowboys and it glorifies the cowboy way of life, yeah. which I think is nice. I never really thought of it that way do they ever like hunt an animal <laughs> and then the skin just magically the hide vanishes from the animal and it's in their inventory automatically not like in their inventory they were just over encumbered so it just drops it oh okay it just drops so it far. got it okay that's right i'm excited yellowstone the future of video game adaptations is bright 
because of Yellowstone, but also because of The Last of Us. And I think it's good to see that new life can be breathed into something that was dead or even undead, like the zombie genre, and that it can be told in a new way and that things like video game adaptations and these post-apocalyptic films, we can have new ways of recreating the kind of stories that I think have gained the attention and the adoration of audiences for generations. Any final thoughts on The Last of Us? I think that was the last of it. That's fair. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. Season two is going to be quite interesting. If they really are going to the second game, they're going to have to turn that stuff around. All right. Till next time, Google whatever he's talking about. Don't do it. Don't put it in the comments, though. Don't put it in the comments for this show. Okay? We have day jobs. Bye.